right, it's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It's Wednesday. We're going to get Humpty Hump in here. I never know what that means, Sarah. I don't know, but you're here, so whatever. <laughs> um, um, Puppet Master Mark, let's love Brandon. Super Chris Cruz at the helm. Chris Driving. is back. Nether regions of insanity. Yeah, he's back. He's back. So it's Wednesday, which means uh, if you watch Monday and Tuesday's episode, we take both of those on Monday. All right, so secrets the, the secrets out. Yeah, well, we Cats did that. We did that because we had Scott Husing and Don Amon. In in Scott Husing, of course, Save the Brave, and uh, author of Echo and Ramadi, as well as Don Amon, who is the founder, owner, COO, all the things. That's so funny of Minutemen Coffee. And uh, he left me with this shirt, make coffee great again, right there. That's, That's gonna trigger so some responses right there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, check them out. They've got awesome. Minute Coffee is awesome. I love their brand. It's fantastic. I'm happy to partner with them. I'm thankful that they've partnered uh, for so long with this show, and and um, they're good stuff. I could use some right about now. I just drink. Oof. I just drink some, and uh, and this is now Dr Pepper. <laughs> mm-hmm. Double caffeinated. I I just had some of their. I, I'm loaded. I had the dark roast. Oh, I need some. It's fantastic. Great. It's something we didn't mention on the shows, though, is Minutemen Coffee. They do support veteran causes. They've been uh, they've been supporting um, uh, Folds of Honor, and uh, which you always love to hear that. And, and now having connected with Scott Husing, who knows mm-hmm. what they're going to do maybe with Save the Brave. So it's That's fun awesome. stuff. But anyway, MinutemenCoffee.com. If you go over there, use promo code CHAD. Enough. Enough of the caffeine hype. You know, if I said... Liberal progressives used to be anti-establishment, right? If they were, uh, yeah. If they were uh, counterculture, and now they're the system, mm-hmm. which is weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like, how much big government penis can you suck on? <laughs> like, what is that? Like, all of it? Can you get all of it in your mouth, in your collective socialist mouths? Yeah. How much Ugh. penis can you get in your mouth? Because they're sucking it hard. And I mean, they're loving every bit of it. I mean, good to the last drop. <laughs> well, this is quite the uh, Well, it is. Quite and the that's start. the way I look at it, Sarah. Mm. You, hey, know, you can't okay. make a joke. We've talked about this. You can't make a joke. Can't make a parody. Can't do satire. Can't do any of this stuff. You know why? Because the liberal cocksuckers out there <laughs> want to make sure that you get shut down. That's right. They said they're ready for civil war and that... People like me are going to be the first to go. I retweeted that and said, okay. Okay. Let's go. All right there, I'm bucko. all hopped up on caffeine and loaded down with ammo, bitches. <laughs> Let's do this thing. Let's turn it loose. Come on. When is the insurgency really going to start? Because, again, we're the Nazis, right? Right, right. We're the Nazis. We're the Republic KKKans. We're the insurgents, the insurrectionists. And trust me when I tell you, we own all the guns. <laughs> so if we were really those things, you bunch of pantyways, pussy ass, better cook, soy mother, <laughs> it would already be on. So let's go. Let's go. I can't say it on Twitter, can I? I can't say it on the tubes of you. But I can say it on blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad with a big you in the middle. To the left, you progressive oh left. Do we need to restart the show? Can we? No. There it is. Sign up. Good. I'm just saying. Oh God. I'm just saying. Cancel this. You can't cancel shit with that dick in your mouth. Yeah, there it is. Um, I just, I just. Uh, there's your screenshot, baby. I, I'm just tired of it. 
My life has been threatened. My home has been threatened. My children have been threatened. Mm -hmm. Right? Yours? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, you had any of that? Oh, yeah. So I say, let's go. People say, your language is strong. You know what else is strong? Threats of murder and violence. Those Mm -hmm. are strong, Mm -hmm. and that's what I get every day. Mm -hmm. Now, Glenn Beck doesn't say these things. Glenn has a bunker. I don't. I live wide open with a very public schedule. It's at watchchad.com where all the fun stuff is. You can find me out there on tour. And so all the uh, blue check re-rees out there on Twitter uh, that, that claim to be true in their little masks in their electric car while they drive to their little barista-ridden suburban life. Kiss my ass. Right? I, that's just the way I feel about it. You're not anti-establishment. You're not Mm-mm. cancel culture. Or, or sorry, counterculture. Mm-mm. You've become cancel culture. Yeah. You are now part of the system. You've been consumed by it. They are embracing crony capitalism. There it is. Mm-hmm. That's a big word. <laughs> well, actually, they are part words. of it. Yeah. I mean, imagine. <clears throat> imagine saying that you want to save the planet, but yet you are willing to make billionaires billionaireier. Yeah. You're willing to make the powers that be, the overlords, the elites, the cabal, the WEF, the modern monetary theorists, those who espouse ESG, you're willing to give them more power as though that machine won't grind you up just as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it though? You know what I want to do is uh, I want everybody, I want 100% of the world driving an electric car, and I want one big EMP to go off. There it is. And put us right back in the effing dark ages and see who comes out alive. Is this the coffee? Yeah. Minutemincoffee.com. Use promo code CHAD. It'll help you grow your own tomatoes right there from your pubic hair. It's fantastic. Those, oh, you know what those are? Those aren't tomatoes. Those are balls. That's what I have. That the liberal Riri left doesn't have. What is going on? (laughs) All right, let's talk about Joe Biden. All right. Let's do this. Joe Byron. Let's talk about it. Uh, First of all, now that we've gotten your attention, my. uh, Oh, I was just kidding. I didn't mean any of that. I was just joking. Isn't that what we say? I was just joking. Just. I was hacked. <laughs> I was hacked. That was a deep fake. Uh, I've decided to go independent now. <laughs> so I um, want to talk about Joe Biden on 60 Minutes again. And uh, this guy's self-owning. I know it was Sunday, but I can't get enough of it. Yeah. Can't get enough. There's a lot to unpack there. Whenever they talk about his mental acuity. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, just the self-own of that deal where he's like, watch me. Like, I I don't even think about, I mean, my own, I don't even, the number doesn't come to my head. I mean, I'm like a fly. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) This guy's running the world, the free world. Play it. Mr. President. Mr. President. You are the oldest president ever. (laughs) Pretty good shape, huh? Yeah. Which leads (laughs) to my next question. You are more aware of this than anyone. Some people ask whether you are fit for the job. And when you hear that, I wonder what you think. Watch me. Watch me. How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, 
what you're saying. Oh, it's focused. <laughs> oh, it's focused. <laughs> I say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look, I have trouble even mentioning, even Do saying you? to myself uh -huh. my own head uh -huh. a number yeah. of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. No, wait. I mean, it's just not, uh, uh, I haven't observed anything in terms of, there's not things I don't do now that I did before, uh -huh. whether yeah. it's physical or mental or anything else. I got it all. Yeah, watch me. Watch me, Jack. Uh, I, None of that made I don't any even, sense. I don't even kind of think about a number. Well, like, literally, we are watching you. That's why we're concerned. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Did you see the clip where uh, Jill is sitting there having the meeting, and he walks in, sticks his head in the door, and goes, Whatever she says, I agree with. Oh, yeah. Did you see that clip? No. Like, he thinks in his mind that sounds charming, cute, and fun. Yeah. And, like, he thinks, <laughs> like, even right there, he thought he was doing well. Watch me. Yeah. Watch me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty good, huh? <laughs> oh, I'm, fo oh, I, oh, it's focused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I was concerned, but now that you've said it that way. I, when I, I watch that, I kind of feel like, he, you know, you kind, you kind of feel like that chick in the bar where the guy walks up and he's like, hey, darling. How are you? <laughs> yeah? You don't think I can get anywhere with you? Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I hope he didn't shit himself at the Queen's <laughs> funeral. <sighs> Did you see that um, when he was there on his way, he was in the car and the people in the streets were chanting, let's go, Brandon? Yeah. Imagine being... Uh, what was what was the NASCAR driver's last name? Brandon, whatever. Oh, gosh. Well... This is proving it, it, your point that oh, you're about to make. Yeah. Hey, no one, know, no, no one, one knows. knows the the guy's yeah, last name. But everybody knows, you know, this deal. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this guy, you know, geez. I don't understand it, Sarah. Like, again, for those of you with sensitive ears, deal with my tirade. But you put anything out there, you say anything. And at this point, I've just started saying things just to watch the quote-unquote establishment meltdown mm. right i said mm -hmm. uh, electric cars are going to increase coal production they lost their mind they lost their freaking mind yes, twitter they lost their mind oh my god <clears throat> it's I amazing mean, to me that they don't they haven't reasoned that one and out then, and then yet. they come to the whole deal and they go oh you can't prove that um no not using your sources right because your sources are the ones who were parroting the narrative right I mean, they're like, oh, could you provide an article? I can, but you're going to say that doesn't count. Right. I could provide all kinds of proof texts and sources. I could do all kinds of things. But you're going to come back and say, oh, well, this, this liberal rag science magazine that believes we're all going to be doomed in 15 years, it says global warming is a fact. Martha's Vineyard will be underwater in a mere 12 years, according to AOC. So... Of course, you know, you try to throw anything out there, they lose it because yeah. that's their God, Yeah. right? That's their God. They, they have so much of that pecker in their mouth that they just can't even think right anymore. And I don't know how much somebody does a lot of complex thinking with a pecker in your mouth, but they definitely don't do any, like any. Chris, can you tell us? Is there a lot of thinking going on with that in your mouth? The, uh... <laughs> He's just completely ignoring you. I don't blame him. But no, I, it's like, it just go crazy at this point. Go crazy. Anarchy. Yeah. Let's have it. Yeah. Let's have at it. Let the best man win. 
I I'm there. I'm right there with you. I it's time to you know. Well, well there are a lot of conservatives who would say like, well, it, I mean, you have to take the moral high ground. Nope. I'm I'm done. I'm, nope. That was like maybe 2015. Nope. No, we haven't been there for a very long nope. time. And the reason that we've lost the culture the way that we have is because people are stuck in the mindset that you have to right. you have to rise above. You can't stoop to their level. Right. No, I think it's about time to fight fire with fire. No, I, I, I want to sit there and be and be ruled by what? Joe Biden right. and his mental acuity? <laughs> Mr. President, the people have said you're an idiot. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Why, why would you want to do that? You know, why do you want to just give yourself over to big government? The organization globally, historically, that has murdered more people responsible for more people's deaths is governments. Mm-hmm. Why are we trusting them? Mm-hmm. Why are mm-hmm. we doing it? And and you want to give them more power. Well, it's also like, I mean, sure, you can take the moral high ground as they're, you know, busing you off to your re-education camp. You, at least you'll get to say to yourself, well, at least I took the moral high ground, guys. Yeah. I, I, again, again, they told me they were ready. The guy, he'd say, he, I retweeted it. He goes, we're ready for civil war. And he was referring to yeah. me and someone else. He yeah. said, these people go first. Yeah. C- Kathy Griffin said that we were going to have a civil war as well. Yeah. Said I if mean, you vote for Republicans, you want that means you want a civil war. Right. Um, then she tried to backtrack on the whole thing. It was just a joke. Come on, guys. You know me. No, so at this point, it's like, no. Right. No. Enough people have said it. No. Um, the, you're mentally handicapped. Um, you, you can't think clearly. And if you're sitting there saying, I mean, again, you want to talk about having compassion on Venezuelans and Martha's Vineyard, people who came from a place where they're eating the family pet. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the, if I say and we'll talk about this in the next segment, uh, if I say cartels, if I say coyotes, if I say traffickers, if I say murderers, if I say rapists, these are bad people we're talking about. And I'm not saying the people in Martha's Vineyard were mm-hmm. that they put off the airplane there in Martha's Vineyard. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if I say those words, you immediately think that those are evil people. Those are not good people, right? right. So if I say those things, <clears throat> you're going you're gonna, to automatically, you should think those aren't good people. Those are the people who are behind all of this stuff going on and these people who are coming here. We now know that Venezuela has emptied their prisons and sent them to the American border. Yes. How are they sending them? They're sending them through evil means, nefarious means. All right. You're going to tell me that you can't get along with a guy who's just saying, we need little government, small government. Mm -hmm. You need to be left alone and to yourself. Take responsibility for your own self. You you need a constitution. You need to have um, uh, you need to have the ability to take care of yourself and your family. You're telling me you can't get along with a guy like me, but you can get along with the guys that just left a Venezuelan prison mm-hmm. because, oh, we took care of them. We took care of them. We do little proud people. Look at us. I mean, of all the functions of government and all of the places that they overreach, this would be the one of the one places, one of the few places where like they are supposed to do their job. Yeah. Making sure that they are protecting our borders. Yeah. And can I say this? Can I say this? I mean, you can say whatever you I want. Can. You've but proven, I'm going to go a little bit longer. That. I'm going to go a little bit longer because I'll make this point and then I'll go to a break. But you know that you know that one, the chick with the big hat on Martha's Vineyard who's hugging and kissing all of them <laughs> that are going by. Tamo. I know white people. I know white people. I know white women. Yeah. I guarantee you there were people on Martha's Vineyard who saw that viral clip of that girl hugging them, and they all went, we hate that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Of course she's going to be the one down there getting all the attention. (laughs) Bitch. I know white girls. I know how it works. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. I know you're right. She was the attention whore. (laughs) 
the last time we went through a recession, there were stocks that literally went to zero. Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, Chrysler, multiple blue chip stocks went to little or no value almost overnight. It could happen again, folks. And if it did, I hope your savings are protected. So I want you to own something that's never been valued at zero. You know what it is? Gold. Historically, your best hedge against inflation, which is rising as we speak, the savviest Americans diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, from a falling dollar. Do you do that now? Birch Gold Group helps you hold gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. In fact, if you have a 401k or an IRA that's underperforming, text CHAD, I spell it Chad, to 989898. You can convert that into an IRA or your IRA into let me start over again. You can convert that into an IRA in precious metals right now. Text Chad to 989898. That's Birch Gold. They're going to send you a free info kit on diversifying your gold tax-free. Hedge against the inflation. Protect your hard-earned money. Get the free info kit by texting Chad to 989898. We'll be right back. Do you remember when you migrated to America? <laughs> I t- Why are you asking me and not Chris Cruz? I, we've had this conversation with Chris. <laughs> God, it makes me so mad when leftists always say that. <laughs> Trump wants to send you back over to the border. Like, I, I was bo- I'm an American citizen. My parents are American <laughs> citizens. Leave me alone. Now, my grandparents is a different story. But leave me alone. Yeah. They did well. come the legal way. <sighs> Suddenly getting hot in here. Um... You know these Venezuelans. God bless them. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I mean, not the I, not the not the prisoners. Let me be very <laughs> clear. Let me be very clear. I said this to someone the other day, and uh, you know the the Twitter rereads who come on and say, "We don't know who you are, but obviously you've never been to blah blah blah." <laughs> I've been to all those countries, all of them. I've been to all of them. Yeah, but you wear a cowboy hat, so how I, is that well, possible? What would I know? Right. I've never left the how neighborhood. How is that possible? Uh, I, uh, I've been to all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our friend of the show and my personal friend, Larry Taunton, uh, is a great author. He spends a lot of time down there in Colombia, uh, in Venezuela, dealing with people who are migrating, uh, or, or they're true refugees are getting away from Venezuela and paying a lot of money to cross over into Colombia. Mm. I mean, imagine being so desperate that you're wanting to go to Colombia. <laughs> To get away from Venezuela. Yeah. That's how desperate it is. But these people are coming across. They're migrating up through, you know, various uh, various nations of the Yucatan Peninsula. Uh, and they get to, to Mexico and they continue north. They get to the American border. They've seen it all. They've seen death. Mm-hmm. They've seen starvation. They've seen dehydration. They have seen uh, their, their money stolen from them. They have seen rape. Yeah. All of these things. They've had to pay some horrible human beings to try to help them get to where they're going. They have endured hardship. They've endured uh, hot temperatures. Uh, they get to the American border. They have to sneak across, get get past law enforcement. They have to run for their lives. And in some cases, as they're on their migration, they get there. Um, they come across. They don't really know how America works. Right. Uh, they came in here. They, they're, they're just going off of the system that they've learned and been told. They get here. They wind up someplace in America and then uh, they end up, let's say, in Florida. 
<laughs> Florida. And so Ron DeSantis says to 48 of these people who have just really risked their lives continuously, <laughs> continuously, you want to go to one of the wealthiest areas in America? Uh, and so they jump on an airplane and he sends them, sends them to Martha's Vineyard. Now, again, he's trolling and you say, or he's using human beings as pawns, as political pawns. Uh, no, that's the left. He's, he's abusing these people. Oh, my God, he's abusing them, Muffy, darling. He's, he's abusing By sending them, them to a wealthy yeah. community? So we're going to send them to a place that, again, has signs up on their island mm-hmm. that say, everyone is welcome here. They get there, and the Riri's on the left say, the people of Martha's Vineyard welcomed them with open arms. They fed them rotisserie. They gave them duck. <laughs> <laughs> and... They go up there and it's like, we took care of them. Mm-hmm. Really? For how For long? For 30 hours, you took care <laughs> of them. We long? gave them Pop-Tarts and warm clothing. <laughs> it's, but again, they risk their life yeah. for months. And they wind up in your cush-ass community. And you took care of them. That, to me, is condescending mm-hmm. racism. Mm-hmm. Okay? That, to me, is saying... These poor Browns could not take care of themselves. They could not feed themselves. They know suffering and hardship that you have never experienced. Never experienced. And you got them the hell out of there. Well, we're not equipped, darling, with the infrastructure to be able to handle them. Really? Obama's compound could handle every damn one of them. Every damn one of them. I mean, that is... The epitome of white liberal racism. It it's, is. It's how they always. It's the, they that the, they treat me th- that way at a lesser degree, yeah. but still that you know uh, Eric July, our friend Eric July, they treat him that way as well. They are trying. They try to explain to me how I am oppressed by people like you. Uh, well, yeah. Because they are. They know better than me. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just a poor. You know. Yeah. A you poor don't Mexican. know what's what being do done to you. Right. You don't exactly. know how you're being used as a pawn. Well, I'm not as smart as them. Right. I, I can't figure Eric it out. Eric July doesn't know how he's being used as a pawn. Right. To the white man's establishment. And so the so the Twitter blue check re-rees come out in defense of the white elites in mm-hmm. Martha's Vineyard, of how compassionate they are. So for, what the hell is it? For deporting? Which one is it, though? <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, I got a feeling they're building a wall around Martha's Vineyard at this point. <laughs> um, you know, they live in their gated communities. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I have people who say to me on social media, you are so you're so cruel. We need to open the borders up. Okay, white lady, I know you live in, you know, suburb Texas. Yeah. And your whole thing is we just need to have compassion. As long as you have locks on your front door, mm-hmm. walls in your house, I mean, why don't you just leave the door open to your bedroom and let the kids come in while you're playing hide the dickle pickle? <laughs> why, why, let's just let it. No, no, why not? Yeah. It's, if you, you have let locks. Your kids, while you and your husband are having, do you let the kids... Come in. No. I mean, the liberal rereads are writing no. books about how you should do that, but that's yeah. beside the point. There's some things that you like to keep to yourself. That's why right. we have gates and fences and walls and locks on the doors, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because again, it's like George Carlin said. He said, "Why is it that that to me, my stuff is stuff, mm-hmm. but your stuff is shit, <laughs> right?" So when I go to somebody's house. I got to make room for my stuff and move their shit out of the way. Yeah. So the point is, I value my stuff. I worked hard for my stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And you can say, oh, you got white privilege. Nobody gave me my stuff. Nobody's given me anything. Nobody gave you your stuff. Mm-hmm. So when you get stuff, you try to protect it, right? 
You put it in a safe. You put it in a in a in a in a safety deposit box at the bank. You put it in. You know, you go to the bank. They have this thing on the window that says, "Member FDIC." Yes. They protect your stuff. It's insured. What one hundred fifty thousand dollars, something like that. They make so you put it in there. You lock it up, and not just anybody can go access mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So you're willing to say that it's okay for anybody from anywhere in the world with any motives whatsoever could just come to America. They should just be coming across. It's just so it's so mind boggling to me how they they're just coming at it from such a different perspective than we can relate to. And I think that Ben Shapiro's quote that he is so is so often quoted. Who? Facts don't care about your feelings. I understand oh, you guy. are smarter than Ben that Shapiro, guy. but I will just say that when you can vaccines, you really <laughs> you really can. But you really can. You really can use that so often when it comes to the left because they don't have the ability to think critically because if they did, they would they would reason it out very quickly that, oh, well, it would be really nice if we could let everyone in our society. But A, you we don't have we're not set up for that. We can't. But also B, you can't have a welfare system the way that we have and also open borders right. like that. Those two cannot coexist. So the great economist Milton Friedman said exactly that. Right. You can have one or the other. But they don't they it's like it's just mind boggling that they can't they don't they don't have the ability to think that way. Yeah, they can't reason that no, out. They, they, they just it. think about the empathy and it's so mean to not let people in. And but they have a bad life. Yeah, it's like, well, I mean, that sucks, but we're all going to have a bad life if we continue this. Yeah, we will be Venezuela. And, and the other thing that escapes their mind there is if you don't if you don't protect this thing, we are a nation that's a free market economy capitalist at least for now capitalism as an economic system has lifted more people out of poverty than anything else in history Mm -hmm. america has liberated more people than anything in history if you don't protect that idea and you don't protect that system then it all goes to crap we all become impoverished and no there's nobody there to lift anybody right so there's a reason why if you do things the right way and so somebody said to me they said jesus wasn't interested in man in the laws he broke the laws in order to accomplish his mission um no he didn't actually um he violated man's religious ideas of what they thought were laws because they were the traditions they weren't the laws he broke their traditions but somebody said oh you you know you want to keep no me saying there should be a rule of law in how people come into this country legally. Um, I don't think that makes me a bad person. It doesn't make me less than compassionate. Uh, Me saying that I want to protect a system that lifts people out of poverty I don't think that's not I think I don't think that's lacking compassion. I also think it it is it is compassionate for your fellow Americans. I would say that that is and and it also is compassionate to not try to convince people to make the dangerous journey as you pointed out all of the things that they have to go through stop trying to convince a mother that she should send her her daughter her her baby girl to a bunch of human smugglers who are going to allow her to get raped along the way and quite possibly just die and never make it do you have any idea at this state at this stage in the game how much um, money we've sent to Ukraine do you even know? Does anybody know? No. I know we just uh, agreed for another six hundred million. Um, so we're we're got to be what hundred billion at this point that we've sent to Ukraine. Let's see if we can find that. I want to know this, guys, and this is something maybe we can figure out. I want to know how much money Venezuela has sent to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. How much money has Guatemala, El Salvador, Nicaragua, 
I want to know how much Honduras. I want to know how much Mexico. I want to know how much these nations have sent to Ukraine. Now, why is it America's responsibility? You know why? Because we can. We can. Venezuela is not sending any money to Ukraine. Right. Right? They're not. So you literally, and, and I'm talking to you Riri's out there that are all about sending the money to Ukraine. If we don't send that money to Ukraine, then, oh, God, the overlords told us we must love Vladimir Putin. So if you don't send the money to Ukraine, well, you know, well, we can. Why? Because we're the type of nation that we are. But we can't. We, I mean, we But we can't. will not be if we become right. like Venezuela. Right. And there's a limit. So you come here wanting to be like the nation you want you want us to become like the nation they left? The logic there should not have to be explained. The small family farm is uh, in trouble and uh, I love companies like Moink because they give you access to the freshest sustainably sourced meat and fish. And uh, all the while, they're supporting American family farms. And uh, they actually let you help save the family farm while getting access to the highest quality meat on earth for your family when you join the Moink movement. Now, Moink farmers farm like our grandparents did. And as a result, the Moink meat tastes like it should because the family farm does it better. The Moink difference is, uh, is a difference you can taste, actually. And you can feel good knowing that you're helping family farms stay financially independent, too. You choose the meat delivered in every box, ribeyes, chicken breast, pork chop, salmon fillets, a whole lot more. Plus, you can cancel any time. Uh, absolutely delicious. Just ask Chris Cruz getting those. Uh, oh, all that meat, Chris. You smell like meat. <laughs> Uh, Shark Tank host Kevin O'Leary called Moink's bacon the best bacon he's ever had. And Ring Doorbell founder Jamie Simonoff jumped at the chance to invest in Moink. So here's what I want you to do. Keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash chad. Do it right now. Listeners of this show get free filet mignon in every order for a year. That's one year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste for a limited time. M-O-I-N-K box.com. Moinkbox.com slash chad. We'll be right back. Oh, welcome back to the show, folks. You know, we uh, we alluded to this yesterday. I want to bring it up again. I like to take you on these little mental trips. And uh, it's uh, this is an easy trip, easy place for you to go because uh, we've all certainly done it before. I want you to imagine for a moment that you just won the lottery. And I'm not talking about the 10 bucks you won on the scratchies while sitting in your car smoking a Marlboro yelling at your kids to shut up. No, I mean the big one, the big one. I want you to imagine that all of a sudden you have $3 billion in your possession. Now, discount the first question of what would you do first because it's not germane to what I'm about to discuss and because the usual answer is I'd keep working and put it in the bank. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> like you're going to keep punching the clock at Walmart and shepherding flocks of dirty feet people to the croc section for the rest of your life while you got three b -b 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 billion in the bank. No, you're not. Uh, let us get down to the bigger question of what will you do with it when you're old and just about ready to check out of the bed and breakfast we call life? Well, here for our viewing pleasure and to answer that question is a man whose name I'm only going to try to pronounce once in this little rant, Yvonne Huynard. 
He's the founder of Patagonia, you know, the company that makes outdoor apparel, and his family owns about $3 billion stake in the company at this time. And guess what he's got to do? He's got to give it away. You know what he's got to give it to? Wait for it. You ready? Here's the information. He's going to give it to combat climate change. Now, I'm going to allow you a small moment of silence in which to utter beneath your breath the words that you try so hard not to speak in front of your children, except for when you're playing the scratches in your car, of course. $3 billion is going to combat climate change. Now, I want to start by giving this guy a little, just some props because a little bit is on display. He's doing this uh, as a way that absolutely does not benefit him financially whatsoever. There's no tax benefits, no charitable deductions. This guy believes in what he's doing, and for that, I salute him a little bit. But, of course, there's the glaring issue that he's probably about to throw most of that $3 billion directly, and I mean directly, into the toilet because many or even most of the major efforts to combat climate change, as we all know, aren't very realistic if you doubt me call up your local wind farmer and ask him how that's going now whenever a billionaire does something wild with his money there's a favorite trick the left likes to pull out of his hat uh better things this person could be doing with his money jeff bezos decides to rocket up into space with some buddies which incidentally costs far less than three billion dollars and the left is all over him like white on rice on a paper plate on a sheep in a snowstorm i don't want to do that though i don't want to point out for instance that with three billion dollars you could feed 14 and a half million children for a year or any of the other actually useful things you could do with that kind of cash and why not because i'm a capitalist and i think the same way about this guy as i do any other billionaire he can spend his freaking money however he chooses but i think it's worth thinking about for no other reason if for no other reason then it pulls the starter cord on that age-old daydream about what you do with all that cash now get back to scratching i've got a feeling this is going to be the big one (laughs) three billion (laughs) dollars to change the weather (laughs) <laughs> you know what they want to do they want to cool off the planet they should turn them fans on high they should they should they bring west texas down 15 degrees right now <laughs> turn them suckers up let's get some air moving in new mexico baby she <sighs> by the way those those uh those fans are petroleum-based products <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp. i love it when they think they own you mm-hmm. The Twitter rereads. They think they own you. Oh, really? Explain that one. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's incredible. I've You're heard, so stupid. I've heard you, I've heard you point this out multiple times when you watch someone talking about how we're, you know, we're doing bad things for the environment and oil and gas and petroleum and all this. And you're like, uh, your glasses that you're wearing right now is made from Every bit all of, of it. your like all of the things that are on your body right now. Every bit of it. Yeah, and they just have no idea. Every bit of it. I mean, just look around. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of petroleum products, I think I need a little tequila at this point. I absolutely. There's people think who are that saying you true. don't. You do not need tequila at this point. Listen. Is that open? Right there. Where's my Where's my little relief valve? Because God knows I need a relief valve today. Oh, Let's turn that sucker on right there. Come on, Tequila. Drip for me. I'm gonna steal this when it's no. empty. You gotta. Uh, it's on the, oh, we gotta tilt it. Thank you, Chris. See, that's why we keep the Browns. They <laughs> we, know. We how know to how do to things. tequila. We know they how to know tequila. how to do things. Uh, I only have to drive three hours today. Not that big of a deal. Just gonna go burn up the ozone with some diesel. <laughs> But so see, it's again, you, you're, you're the one. Uh, yeah. You're the one ruining that. That doesn't the, even work anymore. Um, whew, I barely poured any. Uh, and here's, hey, sorry, uh-huh. Sarah. There, you're over there. 
Good to see you over my your giant tequila over my over my phallic tequila <laughs> bottle. Um, <laughs> why is diesel so high? You know why? Because they want you to starve. Okay. See, they're punishing the truckers. They're punishing the big vehicles. Because again, uh, you know, diesel they bring the gas down. Yeah, that, I just that choked actually, on myself. No, because there is a very stark difference right now there in is. diesel. See, they're bringing the gas down, but they're not bringing the diesel down. And the reason is because that's what they bring the food and supplies to the people of America with. That's what gets the truckers out on the road, on the highway. It's expensive to do that. So it's still about $145 to fill my truck up. Good gracious. Yeah. My God, I thought mine was bad at And I do it twice 100. a week. Well, yeah, you do a lot of driving. I do it twice a week. That's why people, hey, we don't take the bus out on the road anymore. I mean, you know how that costs? The Chad, why don't you just get a Tesla? <laughs> yeah, I might. Why are you complaining about your gas prices when you could just buy an $80,000 vehicle and not have to pay those gas prices? Yeah, see, I don't think economically that's going to save you the way people think it's going to save them. No. Right? And... Uh, I mean, you you have to pay every time you stop at those little electrical things and charge a car up. Well, I mean, also, I think uh, an acceptable answer would just be like, because I don't f***ing want to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And again, when the EMP goes off, what you going to drive? Because <laughs> people say, oh, you can't drive. No, these modern vehicles, you're right. EMP would affect them just as much. You don't want to be in haste. But there's, the a, there's, a, <laughs> there's some 1977 combustion engines out there that I guarantee you us rednecks can get up and running yeah. in a couple hours. A couple hours. Just rub a little piss and grease on them spark plugs and we're good to go. We rolling, baby, and um, I don't. You know, I was like, I just don't think that most people out there in the uh, in the cities that are on Twitter exercising their finger muscles right now really know how to uh, kill gut cleaner, uh, cook a hog. You know, no. And what's funny is like we'll never run out of meat, I mean, right? But I mean, but but don't worry, they're definitely ready for the civil war. They're one hundred percent ready for it. Yeah, they're one hundred percent ready for it. Uh, I mean, we got we got. We got hogs that grow faster than mice down here in Texas, and we, we're not really worried about all of that. So, no. beep, 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 beep. not that big of a deal. Yeah, I mean, people don't understand. Let's go back to the Civil War. You know what? The big reason the South lost the Civil War, there's, there's a couple of reasons. There's various reasons. I don't have time to go into it. Yeah. The North had bigger bullets. They had the industry. They had the supply chain. Mm-hmm. They were able to cut off the supplies that the South had. They were able to stop all of that stuff. Uh, they were more equipped. They had all the stuff. And you know what I did this morning? I went back to my old house, went into the closet, and loaded up more guns that, I, that hasn't made the move so far. Really? I hadn't even missed those guns. <laughs> I went and picked up more guns and ammo and, and just moved them just because I was like, yeah, those were fine here for a couple of weeks. And I brought more. There's still actually more to get. <laughs> so it's weird. The supply chain thing. Somebody asked me the other day. They said, uh, "Hey, you need any? Uh, you need any ammunition?" I was like, "Need? No, <laughs> <laughs> sure don't. I don't need another freaking round." Well, it's funny because um, uh, my husband. We just got a new Liberty Safe, and he feels the need to fill it, put stuff in it. Yeah, so he's like, "Well, we gotta, we gotta get more ammo," and I'm like babe we are good on ammo and he's like no there's still space so we're gonna yeah. get more enough okay yeah and again I'm fine like it. it's not a threat of violence because if we were threatening violence we would have already done violence right, right. 
It would have happened on January 6th, which you guys keep claiming was the, the yeah. time where we were supposed to do yeah, it. Yeah, it was such an insurrection. Yeah. Yeah. A guy with horns on his head stole a lectern. <laughs> um, friends, if you don't feel too confident about the future, well, you're in the right group. Uh, everything going on around the world right now, you can see it. It's the perfect time to stock up on emergency food, and you're going to need it. You're going to need it. I heard Glenn Beck just on the radio this week said, stop drinking so you can store up your liquor for later. You're going to need that, too. <laughs> But let's talk about emergency food. It uh, doesn't mean you're paranoid. It means you're prudent and you're prepared. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company. They're currently offering a generous 20% discount on their popular three-month emergency food kit. The kit's going to give you a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, and total over 2,000 calories a day. It's going to feed one person for a solid three months. Uh, but the sale's going to end soon. Go to preparewithchad.com right now and grab your 20% savings off each three-month kit you need. It's the affordable way to build your emergency food stockpile while you still can and if the day ever comes when you need to fall back on this food it will be worth much more than what you paid so go to preparewithchad.com that's preparewithchad.com and we'll be right back Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no armed guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> okay. that's okay. good. Well, that's good. Uh, you know we're you know we're on, right? Yeah, I know. Are you okay? Just wanted just, to make I sure. Just want people to stop sending messages. You know. I do as well. <laughs> I do as well. What I wish, like, what you could do instead of sending us messages asking about stuff that ain't your business, is go to where podcasts are offered and mm -hmm. leave a rating and review mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you could say why did <laughs> never mind <laughs> <laughs> and then leave a five star yeah. leave a five star chad's like as long as you're leaving five stars i don't really care what you say yeah, just, in the body yeah. of the text you just keep asking so um <laughs> <laughs> oh god bless us everyone uh our overlord beck it's okay what? I just love that everybody thinks that that Glenn Beck is our boss, right? Like, yeah, that always is like, wild to they, me. They have no idea the business None. dealings that went on here a None. number of years ago. None. And I listen, if Glenn wants it, he gets it. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, Glenn don't like you. You're gonna know it, I'm sure. But I, I'm, Glenn's never been anything but gracious to anybody I know. So, mm -hmm. anyway, that's that. That's that. Uh, yeah, it's good. We're all gonna die soon. <laughs> and you're staring at me. <laughs> With clenched lips. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Mm. Where um, do I have a? Uh, can I get some tequila? You want some tequila too? Anyone? Tequila. <laughs> uh, your people picked it. They made it. I'm about to go to that clear stuff, ain't I? Shit. Huh? You know. You know what I want to do? Oh my God! It, see, it's spilling. It out. is it's spilling out. That thing's still open. The drip <laughs> is still open. The thing has the drip. Well, do we need to put this back? <laughs> no, it won't go in. I can't close that. The spigot. Oh. So anyway. What uh, a piece of shit Stu gave you. <laughs> Stu's garbage. <laughs> uh, what an asshole. Stu. Buy him something that works, Look Stu. at this shirt I'm wearing. Look at this. <laughs> People are like, oh my God, he's picking on Stu. We hate Chad for talking about Stu. I'm wearing his shirt, dummy. <laughs> it's, all in, it's all in good fun. It is. We all love each other. We really do. Yeah. We really do. We all love each other. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, the tequila taste and I was supposed to spit it out. I do feel like that is uh, not to toot our own horn here at Blaze, but I, I always feel like that's what people appreciate about us so much is that when we come on and do these shows, it's like it's very clearly not forced. We just actually really just actually, enjoy each other. We have fun. Yeah. I mean, look, we, we kind of we we're held to a certain standard because we represent something a little bit bigger than us mm-hmm. uh, as individuals. And um, we appreciate the Blaze TV family. We appreciate the Blaze TV leadership. But uh, they give us free reign to pretty much say anything we want. We say whatever we want to say. God knows, rewind to the first five minutes of this show. (laughs) Isn't it so, like, it's just so freeing and liberating. I feel bad for other people because there's so many times that the Twitter re-rees, as you you call them, uh, will come up, you know, in your mentions and try to threaten you with canceling because you dared to say something that was true but offended someone and i'm like yeah i work for blaze tv i don't really care call them they're not gonna care they're not gonna fire me yeah i didn't like there was nothing egregious that i said i you know so yeah go ahead and do your best someone said uh someone said that uh i mean there was a chick a a couple years ago who sent them supposed dick pics of me you know, what? And, and all the it was supposedly me oh and sent God. the whole deal of all this kind of stuff that I was doing all this stuff out there. Oh, and they right, were like, right. Was this you? I was like, no. <laughs> I said, now some of that is me. That's a picture of me you go, right well, there. But that's not me. That's not the wiener picture. You go, well, here, let me let me let, unzip and see. I'll show you. Look at this mole. <laughs> <laughs> this mole. They call that a circumcision. Um, but no, you do you do this whole thing, and it's like, look, we don't we don't believe in people doing stupid things, of course. But like somebody said the other day, you know, they were like, because they were talking about the song we did, the "Get Your Ass Off Martha's Vineyard," the Martha's yeah. Vineyard Invasion yeah. song, and uh, they said mad. we need to make sure they never sing another song. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Call my record label? Right. I am my record label. Right. What I mean, what are you gonna do? What, what are you going to do? Threaten all of the, the fans who enjoy it? <laughs> right. <laughs> We're going to make sure you never sing another song. Yeah. Really? That's some magic powers you got there, Merlin. It's so freeing, though, because <laughs> there are a lot of people who, I mean, for instance, the, the drag queen stuff that I've been active in trying to get shut down and prevent okay, from I'm happening. I'm glad you finished that statement. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Thank you. Stuff you're trying to get shut down. Because they're showing her naughty bits and dirty bits to kids. Well, right. But but my point is, like, people are scared to participate because they're like, well, I don't want, what if my work knows and I don't want to get fired? And I'm like, I get it, but I'm not right. worried about it, so I'm still going to do it. Exactly. I want to be able to say whatever I want to say, right. do whatever I want to do, and that's that. Yeah. So, uh, let's, uh, let's go to a quick break. Give us a little more time in the final segment, and y'all don't move. We'll be right back. 
yeah, it is kind of scary. By the way, talking about finding where people live, we weren't talking about that. We were talking about it during the break, but uh, I, I can find out anything. Yeah. People send me stuff from emails and phone numbers and stuff like that. We know who you are. We know right where you are within moments. Like, literally, we've got our own ability to do that. Mm-hmm. We know people. We know people. We know people. Don't mean to brag, but... So uh, go to watchchad.com. It's where all the fun stuff is. Uh, Fredericksburg, Texas is where it's going to be at the Rockbox Theater on Friday night. I'm so jealous. It's going to be good. I love Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg's awesome. I think we're going to be, we're going to be sold out. I mean, oh, get your man. tickets if you're going to be anywhere there. There's, I think there's maybe a couple dozen tickets left. Make the No, just make the trip and go there. Yeah, there's so much to do in Fredericksburg. And come, to, come spend the weekend with the wife. It's yeah. like Malta's Vineyard, but not. Yeah. We let the Mexicans stay. It's yeah, well, in Fredericksburg. It's, it's, it's for the it's for yeah. us poors. <laughs> it's the poors. Malthus Vineyard. <laughs> Fredericksburg is the Malthus Vineyard for the poors. It's Napa for the poors. That's why there's brown people Darling. there. Uh, shop Sarah G. I almost said J. Shop Sarah G. dot com yes. and uh, Sarah Gonzalez unfiltered on YouTube. Be sure to hit that like button right there if you're watching on YouTube. Shout out to the Fact Pack in, uh, oh, Godly, Texas, October 1st. We're going to be at Del Norte Tacos. I've got room for about 1,100 wow. of our closest friends at that concert. going to be fantastic. So make sure you get tickets and come on. We were in the uh, studio yesterday releasing a new song uh, here in the next week or two. So we love you. God bless you. we get off the rails tomorrow. Talk to you then. Bye.